0: Once we understand who we are, we can make sense of our stories. And when our stories make sense, the rest of the world does as well. Well, there is something I offer here on this platform that is uncommon. Support without an agenda. Now, I don't have anything to sell. My intent is for people to learn to live as deliberately unbound as they choose through the discussions generated by the experiences I share with you. Let's get started. A carelessly timed statement, lack of manners, delayed responses or even environmental sounds sharply disrupting mental focus. It's these and other factors that they can influence where the tipping point is with emotional well-being. Now trauma survivors, may m- many of us react by she's unleashing a string of defensive words or actions, only then to be plagued afterwards with unwanted emotional distress. There's an unmistakable relationship here between past experiences and present feelings that, with the assistance of a trusted person or persons, can be carefully disassembled, shifted, shaped, and sorted so that the pattern makes sense. And then when we can make sense of how we fit into the world, we can restore balance to the relationship between emotions, past experiences, and the present moment. Well, trauma tends to drape us in emotions that can be quite uncomfortable. We might be accustomed to the discomfort of negative thoughts or feelings, however, underneath many survivors do feel alone. Struggling to find the expressions, the thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that fit so that they can function in life, or at least give the appearance that we are doing so. Adjustments to the patterns that are created by us for survival. They can lead to an improved sense of well-being, especially when those adjustments are made with trusted supports in a safe, co-regulated space. Now, co-regulation. It's about the beautiful art of mutual emotional regulation between individuals offering a safe haven for exploration. It reaffirms the fundamental truth that our nervous systems are interconnected and through the presence of another we can start off on our journey to make sense of our inner world and its intricate relationship with the external. There is undeniable evidence that sharing our burdens with trusted companions eases our pain. And as I conclude this exploration of co-regulation for the week, I warmly invite you to listen to an emotional and vulnerable sharing of my own needs and wants within the sanctuary of a co-regulated space. It's a testament to the transformative power of connection and empathy and the process of healing. It takes a lot of courage to ask for help, especially when you're, when you're heavily triggered. Like I have been, I don't know, a couple of days now. And it, at first, when I was trying to process this trigger, I was thinking that if I asked somebody else for help, that people would have this assumption of me as a survivor that I'm being needy or that I'm just looking for attention, that all survivors just ask for help, whether they need it or not, that we don't really wanna take care of ourselves and we just want time to complain and whine and be miserable. Maybe for a small part of the population, that could be true, but it isn't for me. I think those thoughts that I was just thinking, those are the things that I think about myself that I know I don't ask for help. Not because I'm independent, but because I don't want people to see me as broken, to see me as needy. Because I know what happens to things when they're broke. I know what happens to broken people. They disappear. So how do I change this belief? How do I make myself believe that I deserve to ask for help. Um, My sensible side says I know to start asking myself the question, is this true? And depending on my answer, it doesn't matter. I need to find out based on what? What am I basing my answer on? Well, of course all this is true. These are my thoughts and my feelings. They're real and they're valid. And so only I can answer that question. So when I reached out for help, my spirit sister asked me did I need her to listen or to offer me advice and I just, I told her both and she shared with me both. And then later, now in my hopscotch processing of my thoughts, jumping around back and forth between my ego and my sensible self, I know that I deserve to have my needs met too. I deserve to have my needs met and I need to believe that and so I chose between my supports and I chose the one that I needed to hold space for me and what I need to hear most out of everyone and anybody is that it wasn't a mistake to open my heart to love that it wasn't a mistake to share so much of myself. I need to hear that it's okay that I don't forgive my abusers, especially since I'm the one who has to pick up the mess that they left behind. I want to hear that my feelings are real and that it's okay that I feel these feelings that what I'm feeling doesn't make me a fraud just because I coach and share with other people how to get through their challenges. It doesn't make me a fraud. It makes me very human that I'm really struggling today. I need to hear that I didn't ask for this. I need to hear it in my voice. I want to scream it from everywhere that I didn't ask for this. I did not ask for this. I need to hear, I didn't ask for this. I need to hear somebody tell me from their heart that what's in my heart matters to them. I need to hear I love you, what can I do to help you feel safe, to feel seen and heard? In the evolving landscape of emotional well-being co-regulation offers a reminder that we need not face our trauma alone it's through compassion understanding and support of other survivors that we find our way back to emotional balance and as Survivors, as we embrace co regulation, we take a step closer to a world where healing is within reach for all of us with a deep desire to free ourselves from traumatic experiences and live our lives deliberately unbound.